Yeah, we're get... back on the charts this week. Oh, oh perfect. Yeah. Wait, we went off the charts? Well, because they only rank from zero to 300. Oh. Ooh. Took a little dip. So we're back Walk on the charts, even though we switched over to the Modify with Trick Factory channel. Yeah. It's dedicated channel. Yeah, but we've lost a lot of views though. How about <laughs> on YouTube? How, how yeah. are we doing in South Africa? Oh, we're back. We're, we're, we're back up we're in there. Killing the, it in Durban. Yeah. Number fifty yeah. again. Oh, oh shit! Okay. So we were we were bit. killing it in South yeah. Africa, man. Yeah, we were number four in South Africa. Dude, interesting. Yeah, yeah, they love us over there for some reason. <laughs> I don't get it. I got a lot of South African fans. Thanks, guys. Nigeria specifically. <laughs> Nigeria, Nigeria South Africa. No, <laughs> I think you said no, that last time. <laughs> I gotta work on my geography. Oh yeah. my gosh. Welcome to another episode of Modify with Trick Factory Customs. If this is your first time watching, my name is Elvis. Rob. Tim. Steve. Awesome. He's brand new. This is the first time <laughs> here. He's our special guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's a wiring genius. He is amazing at wiring and he'll tell us about himself later on. But before we get started, if this is your first time watching, welcome to Modify with Trick Factory Customs. We are a custom automotive shop here in British Columbia, Canada. Hence why I'm in full winter wear in mm -hmm. December. Yep. And Tim is in the shop. <laughs> this well, he's, 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 from, he's from Northern Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So like he doesn't right count. <laughs> he's got, got shorts and flip-flops on too. Yeah. Uh, you can't see. When but I saw you roll out in the shorts, I was surprised. I was like, dude, it's minus five and you're wearing shorts no. today. Yeah. He it's never so wears He's a pants. different kind of special. I've never wearing pants before. Weddings in court. That's the only time I wear pants. <laughs> So, yeah. So, Actually, that's uh, not true. My last wedding, I wore shorts, too. That, yeah. They were the one. It was wore. yours. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was expecting it. So. <laughs> but uh, on this uh, podcast, we talk about cars, car modifications, because we build awesome and glorious cars. And uh, yeah, so if this is your first time watching, if you're watching it on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. If you are listening to it on any of the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just be sure to give it a rating, five-star rating, so we can move up uh, in the world of ratings. Today, we're going to be diving into wiring, or not just wiring. <laughs> I think it's going to be uh -huh. interesting. Uh, if you see the thumbnail of this video, it is a blue RX-8 that uh, burned down. And that is kind of like what kicked off this conversation. Um, but we're going to dive into that. And the, I think I'm going to call it, I'm tired of respecting all builds. <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. We got this argument in the way here. Yeah, because yeah. in the car community, you, in the car community, you always hear about, oh, this person put so much effort and time and respect all builds and all of that. And I'm a huge advocate for that. Um, but there are some levels that that kind of gets thrown out the window, which we are going to dive into. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. As we get started, what have you guys been up to all week? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's been, uh, there's been a lot of things going on in the last week, uh, since we, since we spoke last about this, we did all the paint booth install stuff. We're still waiting to finalize some of that. So shop upgrades was like paramount. And outside of that, I've been working on a new project car. Ooh. It's a full custom Thunderbird. Tim, you know, had designed and had some one-off billet wheels made for it. It's a pretty dope car. It's a, it's a behemoth. I'm building a dashboard cluster for it, it and a center so console. Massive. It's like an ocean liner. Oh my right gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like so actually, big. like it takes up a lot of space. It takes four, four grown ass men yeah. to push that thing around. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. I don't even, wait, what year is it? I think a 70. Oh 70? Gosh. No, I think it's, it's gotta be later than that. 
It's got to be mid seventies. No, man, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like, four. Yeah. I'm thinking like yeah, started, yeah. Uh, close to mid seventies. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bo- it's boxy. It's meh. The hood's but eight feet long. <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. big. <laughs> like actually, you could cut probably solid 24 inches out of the length of that car and still have still a, big a big car, car. yeah it'd still be a huge yeah car. and yeah. even the door is massive like just to open the door it's a two door yeah. but if the door is like from here to that to that door over yeah. there it's so long yeah, it's very pimpy so, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise i mean it's 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 the actually it's, pr- it's, it's pretty yeah. sick yeah. it's pretty sick it's not my jam but the dude loves it and mm. so we're gonna we're sprinkling a little bit of love on it and He's, he's he's into it, so that's, looks, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then what about you, Tim? Chasing motors all week. I went okay. on a big adventure. We got our big oh, blown yeah. Wagner motor. <laughs> that's right. We got our revolt motors. Yeah. So it was like cross country adventure, sleeping cool. in the van with a couple hundred grand in you engines. Slept in the van. I didn't know you stopped in the van. I wasn't letting those things out of my sight, man. <laughs> oh my so God. that's like a career ender if those got stolen. Yeah, so. because Twice. Revolt has yeah. had yeah. their Yeah, the, our stolen. first original two Revolt motors were stolen from SEMA. So this time I was not taking any chances. So yeah. it was a long week for me, but mm. we have them all back here. So now we get to jump off some really cool projects Hallelujah. that we've been yeah. teasing about and yakking about that's forever. Cool. They're actually finally going to start going down. So yeah. uh, what motors or what, I'm uh, sorry, what uh, builds just the uh, highlights? What are they? Well, the Wagner, the blown 427 is for the Skylark project. And then the two Revolt motors, one's for a 66 Defender and the other one's for a two-door G-Wagon powertop oh. cabriolet. So Sweet. Yeah. I'm so excited Killer. about that. Yeah. It'll That's be pretty fun. Funny. Yeah, and we just got big news on that one too. So that one's going to be special. Oh, okay. So if you want to see what we're talking about, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube or even if you're listening to it on podcast, we have a dedicated YouTube channel where we document all, all our builds. So you can head over there. It's just Trick Factory Customs on YouTube. Yeah, like and subscribe. Yes. yes. So with that said, what have you been up to, Steve? I was up in Salmon Arm doing some wiring work for a little TV show that gets filmed up there. Um, <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to know the name. <laughs> I was with the guys from Rust Bros working with oh, Mike and them. Okay. Um, so I did a project for them for the season that they're filming right now. Awesome. Um, so I spent the weekend wiring a car for them. Um, and you'll see that one coming up on there's season five, I guess. Are you going to be on the vid- on the video or no? No idea. I worked through the weekend when there's no film crew there. Oh. Um, so I don't know if I'll actually be in. I was a little bit there Monday when they were filming, but I don't know if anything will be. Yeah, yeah this be. isn't the first time you've done like. It's the second car I've like, done with. The, like a lot of wiring yeah. work and stuff for so what some. What you're like, saying is. It might actually fire up and drive it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Was, the I don't know crew, if you've watched the show yeah. before. Yeah. But yeah. No shots fired. The film yeah. crew was, was, when they showed up Monday and they saw the car, they're like, holy crap, we've been working on the show for five years, and that's by far the cleanest of any of the wiring that they've <laughs> ever seen. Oh, oh. And you're like, yes. they were like, right. this is too nice for Mike. We need to like, can we like throw the rat's nest back yeah. in there and just zip tie it back yeah. on the dash? Yeah. So it's like old the harness back yeah. on it. That's yeah. so funny. So yeah. It, was, yeah, it was interesting. It was a fun experience. And uh, Mike's honestly a really solid guy and he's really easy to work with. Yeah. And, and so I really enjoyed my time there. And so it was fun. But now I'm back at another shop here locally doing a, a big pro touring build for some guys in Pit Meadows. Yeah, sweet. that's sweet. Yeah, you work on crazy, crazy, crazy yeah. cars. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I have uh, about eight different shops that I work with yeah. oh my goodness. throughout BC and Alberta. And yeah, and I get to work on some very cool cars. And Yeah, not just like custom pro touring hot rod stuff, but you do like crazy high-end like race cars. That's, and that's where I... 
a lot of my clients are are drag race stuff. Um, yeah. And it's it's definitely it's a two different worlds between wiring a drag car and wiring a street car. Yeah. Um, they both have their ups and downs, but they uh, the the big pro mod stuff, which I love to do, is really fun and exciting because the yeah. cars are obviously four or five thousand horsepower cars. And, yeah. And it's uh, what? It's a so I mean, I mean, yeah. so. Either way you look about it, you know, look at it, it's like things just need to work. They need to yes. work really well. And they need and, to be simple and, and easy to fix. When yeah, so, yeah. you know, and that's that's why yeah. you're our guy. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Traditionally, like our shit be, to work. <laughs> we would get people like, oh, I know a guy who works on race cars. Like, to me, normally, that would be... Yeah. Until I know Steve, yeah. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh man, that doesn't mean, that does not that mean what you yeah. think it means. You roll yeah. through the pits at any given racetrack on a weekend, and you look in some of those cars, it is an absolute horrendous Disaster. mess. And yeah. that's one thing that I've always struggled with, with the racing part, is you have uh, safety rules and regulations for all the chassis stuff, yeah. seat belts, helmets, yeah. all that stuff. But there is no regulation for wiring. Is that right? It, which is that's insane. There's no regulation for wiring. Yeah. yeah. Like, for the one thing that like will actually probably likely catch your yeah, car on fire. Exactly. And it has like there's no rule on what you have to use or like like no like the the only rule for the wiring really is does does it shut off when you hit the switch on the back? That is yeah, it. For real. Eh? And beyond that, there's oh, not really care. any kind of Man, like, they might want to yeah. step up their game. Yeah. 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 Pay attention to Steve's work. Yeah. That should be standard. <laughs> and we are going to be talking a lot about that today. And so with that said, uh, let us dive into the topic. <laughs> All right. So, All got, right. We got to give a little bit of, give a context, little bit of context into the six. Yes. So our previous podcast was on stance. Yes. And my <laughs> dislike of stance and all things associated to it. Mm -hmm. So in the interim, that particular thumbnail that we use for that video, shortly after that, I think two or three days, people started hitting me up like, hey, like, did you see what happened? Because they assumed that by us using that thumbnail, we were talking specifically about, about that car, car yeah. <laughs> which was not the case. I wasn't even aware. So when people messaged me like, what? What are you talking about? What RX-8? They're like, oh, the one in your podcast. So because of the image that you used, and then in the interim, this particular car burnt down. <laughs> so like I was, I was having conversations I with people. I'm laughing. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was having conversations with people on TikTok and this and that, and they're like, "Oh, blah blah blah, don't be a hater, don't this. Like you got to respect all bills. You're bad for the car community." And then the car burnt to the ground. <laughs> so, and I was like, "This is exactly why. Mm. Like, it's just absolute junk. Like it's junk." So. What happened with this car? He, I don't know. There's a bunch of speculation, speculation. that somebody yeah. <laughs> may have like committed arson, arson. and bombed his car, mm. and it's the haters mm. and all this type of. Sh but for us, it's pretty obvious what happened, yep. and it's become increasingly more obvious what happened, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of the tie-in to Steve, because like in our industry, it's so when I have a lot of conversations with these kids, it's like this is their hobby, but this is my business, mm -hmm. so. For something like that to have happened to me as a customer's car, that's like my absolute worst nightmare. Wow. Which is why we bring somebody like Steve in because I can almost, in my entire career, 90% of the time, something you see broken down on the side of the road, it's either wiring or it's plumbing. Yeah. Mm. Like yep. once in a while, there's, you know, mechanical failures, but 90% of the time, it's a wiring issue. Like, yeah. so we just don't mess with it anymore at all. <laughs> so. That's why we have Steve do what we do. And then the, the other side of it is like those guys are the guys that are bad for our industry and bad for the car community because 
They see those guys broken down all the time. And it's nothing but problems. So the association to the custom cars mm-hmm. and custom yeah. car culture is like, that shit's all junk. Yeah. Oh, and whereas okay. like we've dedicated our lives to try to make stuff as good as we possibly can so that people can reliably enjoy it. Yeah. And I would say the very final line of all of that is the wiring. Mm. Like it's always that, like that's the final stage because yep. if it's going to give you problems, but everybody cheats it. Like I see beautiful cars and then you go to a car show, you pop the hood and it's rainbow spaghetti Rats, everywhere yeah it's like you're gonna spend 25 grand on your motor but mm. you can't yeah. take it the rest of the way and it'll ruin the whole build because oh, when i see that i just assume the rest of the car's junk too yep. yeah like right away i just dismiss it like oh yeah and i've had like not even a half a block away from our shop we had a car show same guy's got a lsx blah 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 what happens 45 minutes later things on fire in the parking no. lot yeah. in the parking lot yeah, yeah. burn yeah. down a blazer yeah. right oh. here yeah. like, oh no but you'll spend money on wheels yeah. you'll spend money on seats stereos all this shit. but you can't put some money into like proper clean oh. wiring which again like i say it works the opposite too i look in and i see nice clean wiring right away i was like oh sh- this is this, this is sick. legit yeah but this other stuff, it just it's a nightmare. And yeah. it, there's two sides of that too. I've worked on countless cars where people have spent good money on wiring and had it done by some other shops, but the guy is a fabricator. So the shops now said, Hey, I need you to wire this car. He doesn't he doesn't want to do the wiring. Mm. Um, so now the shops charge this client a bunch of money to wire this car and you get a a crap product mm-hmm. and the guy spent tons of money on a bunch of junk. Yeah. And so that's the other side of it, too, is that like even if the guy didn't cheap out on the wiring, some shops just shouldn't be doing it. Well, I, that's just and, it. That's uh, yeah, it's mis, misplaced yeah. designation. of <laughs> Right. Like, it's just like you guys now wasted this guy's money. Like, like I've been doing wiring now for eight years full time. Wow. And uh, from being a, a mechanic in the in the custom car world beforehand and being a dealership mechanic before that. Mm-hmm. And it's taken almost the whole eight years for me now to be on the front edge of the projects instead of people calling me after the car's done and having problems mm-hmm. and for me to go in there and go, I have to rewire this thing because this is garbage. Um, for me to now have the shops call me in as the cars are getting built to actually put out a better product for their client at the yeah. end of the day. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like that's what it comes down to is like, like do you want to waste this client's money or do you actually want to put something out? Because at the end of the day, like if you built a half million dollar car for a guy and it won't f- start. Yeah. What did you build him? Yeah, it's junk. It's junk. Yeah. The whole car's junk. No matter, I don't care how nice the paint job the interior is. If the thing won't start, run down the road, it doesn't matter how nice the car yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you can get in on the front end of it, like yeah. we always bring, like this morning, we had a conversation about some of our projects that we're about to jump off so that I can integrate what he needs to do yeah. into my planning as far as oh, schedule, no. how we're going to build panels, what we need to hide, where we're going to place cut, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So it just makes the entire project a lot better because if you do it as though, like you see a lot of stuff, it's like an afterthought. Yeah. It's like we built this crazy yeah. roller and then now we got to jam a bunch of wiring on it mm. and it looks terrible. Yeah. You got to bring me into the, like bring a good into wiring guy into the planning. Right, right, you start oh, a project. wow. Okay. Because, because like you're going to think about all the big whizzy stuff at the beginning. Like mm-hmm. I want this chassis, this engine, this color paint all this stuff and then but you don't think about how any of that stuff work yeah like and then like don't bring me in when the car's painted and assembled because mm. now i had to lean over a brand new yeah. freshly painted car like now we're gonna want where, where we're gonna mount the fuse box where we're gonna mount this i'm yeah. like now i have to drill holes in your nicely painted car 
And like th- that's not the time to be adding the wiring. The wiring should have been thought about when the car was in bare steel. That's like, so where good is, to know. Where okay. is this going to be actually mounted to? Like where are you going to run the wires through? Because then like, you can do proper studs, exactly. mounting brackets, yeah. all kinds yeah. of things, and then it looks proper. Like yeah. You go look under the dash and you see a nice ECU mounted. It yeah. looks like mm. it belongs there. Yeah. It's easy to do in the front end. And rather yeah. than the backside, it's like it's cost you now you're drilling in a firewall that's painted yeah. and you got your carpet in there. Now you got steel shavings in your carpet and you <laughs> burn something, scratch something. Yeah. It's like, it's not good. Like it's probably the least respected part of an yes, absolutely. Build yeah. Because yeah. everybody thinks they can do it. Yeah. yeah. And technically you can. If you but have some patience, you can do it. They just some people shouldn't mm. because it's like like every build it's like when you get to the point where you're gonna start wiring it you're like ninety percent in yep. so most people rush that last ten yep. percent like oh my gosh I, I just got to get it running yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that's when the mistakes are oh, made okay. absolutely it's it's always the last thing that goes into most car projects is the wiring and it's the part that yeah like you said mostly gets rushed yeah and just slap it together does a start and run okay we're good to go just leave it it'll be fine. And then, they, and then they never go then back. Then it's not it. fine. It's not fine because yeah. it will leave you stranded somewhere. Anytime you see is because people didn't take the time yeah. to learn how to do it properly. Yeah. yeah and I that, think it's that a disrespect. That crosses over to like the whole topic that we're intended on talking about today mm-hmm. is like they didn't learn how to weld properly. Yep. They didn't learn how to, you know, I wouldn't say fully engineer something, but they don't even understand the most basic premise mm-hmm. of engineering something. Yep. So they're making weak bad welds, bad wiring, bad plumbing. And then just because they've created some goofy aesthetic or what looks like a car, (laughs) I'm I'm immediately supposed to respect it. I don't respect that. And it doesn't cross over to any other industry or nothing else. Like you're not gonna say that about a plumber that comes to your house. Like I respect your effort (laughs) now that my basement's yeah. <laughs> I don't respect yeah, it. Like, oh, yeah. so just because funny. you try it doesn't mean I yeah. should immediately. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like my house burnt to the ground because you told me you could put my ceiling fan in. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it doesn't cross over to anything else. But no. for whatever reason in car culture, yeah. just because you try, I got to respect you. Yeah. No, try getting good at all these different things before you go head out on the road. Yeah, yeah. you should not be awarded just for participation. Yeah, that, no. like it's not yeah. like that. It's, yeah. And then because you're broken down on the side of the road and your wheel flew off, yeah. I got a, you know, I got a customer that's yeah. like, hey, is this going to be okay? Is the wheel going to fall off? Like, what? Why would the wheel fall off? Yeah. It's like, well, I saw a video. It's like, oh. No. Like, no, that's not part of what we do here. Like, yeah. we yeah. work so hard to try to make reliable sh- and it's like, you got these kids doing it and then they're getting mad. Like you're bad for the car community. Like why? Because no. I don't immediately accept you for what you did. Yeah. Like it's all cool until you f- kill somebody. Dies. It's yeah. so that's, that's the like, thing. And we were oh talking about gosh. this the other day. It's like a, f- it's a hardcore disrespect yeah. to the engineering that goes into building cars yeah. in well, every that- level, you know? And if some, some Jack, you know, just, you know, DIYs it without even respecting oh. what it took to even make that. And now they call themselves a builder or whatever. And what's worse is these guys. That's freaking dangerous, man. You're taking people's very, lives very into dangerous. your hands. Go oh, and start a business. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the guys' welds? The RX-8 guys' okay. welds? Man. <laughs> I can't tell for Those sure. Those were not yeah. welds? I have not seen it. I, oh, my yeah. God. Okay, this yeah. guy tried welding an aluminum clevis. Let me see if I have a picture. Coil over to a steel control arm. It was bad. What? Yeah, I never I saw this shit. It, it was bad. Little, this can't yeah. even bother me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like seeing a moret underneath the dash. Like as soon well, as you no, see the one thing, you're just yeah, like, Psh, now. <laughs> that's the issue. Is that so? And we only ever see what people post online. 
Yeah, yeah. right. Like, like we, we never see any other part of it. Like, Isn't that supposed to be the highlight reel too? <laughs> True, <laughs> right? Like, like, I, like I, I want to see people's I can't find it. I, I want to see you try something. I want to see you go through the steps and processes. I, I, I respect actually, people f- putting yes. the effort into making. It, yes, but at least f- try. Yeah. yeah, go out there and like I, I make a bunch of mistakes. That's the only way you're gonna learn. Like, and if you want to learn how to weld, go and try it. Go, go spend. Go buy. Go buy a welder. Go stick metal together. Yeah. Go figure it out. But you should be yeah. able to figure it out because yes. you have plenty of reference. Resources There's a lot of it. And you're at home yeah. putting bird shit all over your car. Yes. And then you, you should be able to look and be like, you should be why able- doesn't mine look like that? That's the ignorance of that whole thing. It's like, oh, it sticks. And it's yeah. like in that particular no. instance with this guy's car, yeah. it's like he just put enough to gobby weld on there that it actually just wedged the piece yes, in there yeah. yeah it wasn't actually physically attached no. and you can tell that like under compression it's jammed in there it's trapped it's captured yeah but and what he, about like, on re- droop like, you hit yeah. a bump that yeah, thing's coming out and you're killing and somebody and then it's yeah. like oh uh, these guys these cars have never hurt anybody why are you hating it's like well luckily they're so sh- that we've only ever seen them pushed in and out of parking lots. We've never actually seen them go down the road. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only saving grace. But what do we do? We got to wait until they do mm. kill somebody and then, and what, then pretend that it? it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. like, well, we better ban Act this like now. Act like the victim because yeah. they got... We they can got see f- this shit and it's dangerous. Mm. So, like, it's ridiculous. Like, these... Oh. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's another one of those things gets fired up. Like, yeah. we don't have a lot of even rules and regulations, even when it comes to like the legality of driving mm-hmm. something like that on the street, like yeah. you can pretty much build whatever the hell you want it and to drive, yeah. and put it on the road. If somebody were to sign off on your, on your inspection. Right. Um, and, in the States, and, you don't even have to get inspected. Like you yeah. can build almost whatever. If yeah, you're, but it's like, just, it, yeah. like they're talking about how it's like, oh, you're bad for the community. How am I bad for the community? These kids are out here getting VIs and acting like the cops are out yeah. to get them. Yeah. Like the cops aren't going to get you. You mm-hmm. built garbage yeah. they see and then now <laughs> you're getting vis and then these cops are uneducated they don't know how to differentiate no so now they're yeah. pouring on all over my good guys and if yeah. you don't know what a vi is we're in canada so vi is vehicle inspection yeah it's yeah. like a safety yeah. vehicle inspection yeah. so now they just assume anything that has a shiny paint job and wheels on it <laughs> is probably junk too terrible. right so yes. we better send them for a vi which yeah. is not the case because we have customers that spend like a tremendous amount of money mm-hmm. to make a good car. Yeah. yeah. And we're constantly talking about overbuilding them because I don't want them coming it's back. Best to overbuild no. them. So we mm. make them as good as we possibly can. And then these guys go to try to like literally like the single, you know, like the criteria always seems to be like, I want to take my kids for ice cream. Oh, I want to, you know, yeah. grandkids, like we build hot rods and they're like, oh, I just want to take the grandkids for ice cream because they yeah. get a big kick out of it. But then now they go out and they get harassed by cops yeah. because this guy over here's car is falling apart on the freeway <laughs> and then these guys are getting harassed and these guys they spend real money they do a nice job and they want to just have something they can drive on a sunday afternoon yeah but instead they're getting all these other problems and it's just not fair yeah. so if anybody's bad for the community is these the guys, guys that are like yeah, if, doing if you that. just left these guys alone they're never broken down they're never having problems they're never doing burnouts they're not crashing shit. stuff's not falling apart mm. this is their pride and joy if anything, these are what you want to base the community on. Absolutely. Yeah. Not these f- clowns that are out caught. Like, I do it just to get hate. Well, you got hate yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what's also interesting is that 
going back to this RX-8 guy is he's gained like almost 40,000 followers, over 40,000 followers just yeah. from this But what this do you do incident. with it now? I know. Yeah. It's yeah. very interesting. Like he can't even pop his head back up yeah. because now we all know yeah. it's just janky wiring that burned his car to the ground. And mm. another thing is like these don't hurt anybody, but how many videos have we all seen on yep. Instagram, TikTok, all this shit of like just the car sitting in the garage and then boof, yeah. catches fire, burns the whole yeah. house to the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what if your family's in there? Like, these yeah, guys are lucky enough that they are got out. But what if that guy's car is parked next to yours and yours goes down, too? You didn't even do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. that's not cool. Yeah, so true. It's like these cars are burning houses down, burning other people's cars down. Like, it's and for what? Because you wanted some clout disco lights on your car and yep. you couldn't take an extra 20 minutes to do it properly. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. We maybe like a lot of like you guys are just old guys talking shit. You know what I mean? And 100%, that's probably yeah. the case. Yeah. Like, it is. But but that's from trial and error and experience and, experience, that's, and, yeah. and learning mm -hmm. what is best for business and what's best for our customers. Mm -hmm. So, like, our best resource and our best advertising is our customers just out having a good time with their cars and never breaking down. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. we, like, going to car shows and, like, I can't get out to all these events all the time, but these guys are at show and shines and field meets and all this kind of stuff. And that's where all of our work comes from. Like, oh, I talked to this guy. It looks mm. tremendous. Like, can you do that to my car? I don't do any other kind of advertising. Yeah. I let these guys do it for us. And the single biggest best advertising is reliability. Yes. Yeah. I, I honestly think it's almost part of the experience or of like owning an older car is having problems. <laughs> well, it's people, like people do the, say that. And a lot of yeah. people live by that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I say that's yeah. bull. Yeah. <laughs> you can build a classic car, hot rod, whatever you want to build, and have it be as reliable as any brand new mm. modern car. Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah. There's no excuse for it otherwise. Like, We've had people in the past are like, that's hot rodding. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not Being hot broken rodding down me. on the side yeah. of the road. Yeah. That's hot rodding. Yeah. Like, no, nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you probably knew that that was a problem. Yep. You're just hoping, and then you're going to act surprised when it mm, leaves you on yeah. the side yeah, of the road. Because they'll, they'll call yeah. and be like, hey, can you bring me alternator? Yeah. yeah. Like, you already knew what the problem was. You're yeah. just trying to cheat it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the little that I've done in my yeah. short car working on phase, but... I didn't like I didn't know any of this stuff. Now I was just like, oh, you just put an LS in a car and just wire it up. And I thought it was gonna be easy, but <laughs> no. Like it, yeah, you can like fudge together an LS yeah. swap pretty quickly. Like I know there's guys out there who likes will modify your harness for a couple hundred bucks mm -hmm. and where they just grab all the ignition powers and jam all into one relay. And yeah, the car will start and run and drive. But mm -hmm. is it nice? Is, no. it, is it how it should be? Does no, it absolutely properly? not. No. Yeah, it's not. It's not the right way to do yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. so if someone like has a hack job, for example, yeah, and brings it to you, and it's like, oh, I'm having wiring problems, or I, I do have, you like, how do you handle that? Do you just be like, take everything off and rewire have, the whole thing? I have thing? some unwritten rules. Or, if I see one scotch lock, one <laughs> under a dash of a car, I'll automatically say the car's got to get rewired because what? because okay. well because at the end of the day if you chose that to do one connection with mm. that means i can't trust any other any thing other connected thing. in the car okay because like that's that's the lowest standard of anything so that's what you chose to do that part with now i, I can't trust the rest of it yeah so like what like, so, and if i'm gonna fix something in your car then i'm now married to it mm. yeah because now if I'm, anything happens if anything else happens wrong, right so like i'm like no I, I won't it, 
it's way easier for me to come in and rip all the wiring out of your car and rewire it than for me to fix your garbage wiring mm. that you called me for to start. It's with. faster. It's yeah. way faster. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. I would faster. say it's faster. Interesting. Because yeah. I can gut a whole car in half a day, no matter what kind of car it is. I got all, every single, every piece of wire out of that car in half a day. And then in the, depending on what kind of car it is, I, I can have it back up and running. Like if it's a normal, basic kind of carbureted street rock kind of thing, 40, 50 hours, car is completely rewired. Everything's brand new. All the connections are new. All the wires oh, new. Yeah. So like, why would you bother doing anything else? That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So in the time that we've been doing stuff with Steve, like a testament to his, I've never had anything come back. Okay, that's not one time. That's cool. So I mean, that's like for me, like again as a business, is like that just helps me sleep at night. Like yeah. I don't even need to worry about it. And in any time that I ever had any kind of an issue, I wouldn't say that I've had an issue, but if I've had a question because the components failed or something like that, when I've reached out and asked a question, he knows exactly what he did and where oh, it is and cool. where I can start looking. That's yep. awesome. So I'm not even going to start tearing the car apart yep. before I ask the question like. Hey, what did you do with this? Like, oh, you're going to want to check here and make sure that this is still good. And then maybe have a look at your component if that's bad. So I'll go dig in like, oh, yeah, it was relayed. No problem. We're good. We're on your way again. Because it's been planned out methodically start yeah. to finish. So when I'm troubleshooting things, it makes it super easy. Because anytime I've ever seen any problems, because we do a lot of upholstery work. So we get a lot of really janky shit in the shop yeah <laughs> like that other people have done that are like i'm a stereo guy so i wired a whole car and it's terrible it's so like he touched on a couple of things stereo guy. <laughs> yeah he touched on a couple Respect of things that are actually they're actually automotive related like a scotch lock yeah. like that's an automotive product yeah. it's the yeah. worst like if you yeah. want something like just even the premise of how it works it's like a little guillotine yeah. so 90 percent of the time instead of tapping your wire it just cuts your wire in half yeah. oh. and leaves you stranded yeah. but some of the stuff i've seen i can't even imagine like you're gonna have to tell us some stuff that you like we've oh. had extension cords yep. uses <laughs> wiring oh yeah yeah like lamp cable yep. speaker oh. wire used for power and grounds like all this wild stuff and it's like Right away, again, I just dismissed the whole bill. Mm, like, yeah. If this is acceptable to you, then the rest of it's probably junk too. Yeah, that's the issue is that there's so there's no shortage of garbage product out there. <laughs> the uh, and, 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 like, and, and I'm sorry to pick on stereo guys, but the stereo got the stereo side of the wiring mm. part of the automotive stuff is all crap. It, like, like all those connections, all that wire, it's all garbage. I'm sorry, like like all these guys with the oxygen free. Copper, it's all garbage cable. I'm sorry, you don't see that stuff in a factory vehicle. Factory uses pretty much a TXL style wire in pretty much everything they build, because it's good, it's got a thin jacket on it, it's got decent copper in it that's flexible. It's, it's, it's such a, there's nothing I hate worse than going like, oh, I ran all my battery cables with, with the stereo stuff. Right? So, I mean, least, so, sorry yeah. to interrupt you yeah. there, but yeah. like, like what is the difference between, because I've heard a, a lot of times it's called like stereo wire or speaker yeah. wire. So what's the difference between using that versus like re automotive wiring and all of that stuff? Is there like moisture resistance? Uh, all a lot of it like, comes down to the jacket. The jacket on like the, what the stereo guys use for their install wire, they call it pretty much. It okay. is like this like PVC coating that has zero heat resistance. So you'll see guys put it in their engine base, like wire, their alternator, their choke, and literally the jacket will melt off of it sitting on an engine. Wow. Like it is it is such oh, wow. garbage low quality that like, and but they, if you go to the local parts store, that's what you buy. You buy this generic hookup wire that really shouldn't be in anything. And honestly, at the end of the day, the wire is the cheapest part. 
Like you can go online and find TXL wire for dirt cheap. Mm. Wire is always going to be the cheapest part of any part of the wiring project. I don't care what it is. Even if you're buying high grade aircraft quality wire, the wire is always going to be the cheapest no matter what. So just spend the money on the but better But it doesn't wire. come in Wizzy colors. It does come in Wizzy colors. <laughs> it comes in all the Wizziest colors. It's oh, so that's the criteria. Yeah. It has to come in Yeah, yeah it's awesome got to be colors. like transparent, so, like, like the rainbow. blue and yeah. red. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I think the significance of it is it's just that it's super pliable. So I, I, when you're just running it under the carpet, it'll sure. weave around mm, and yeah. do all this kind of stuff. Whereas like the better stuff might not be as, that's where more planning needs to come in. Absolutely. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so sure. with your build, Rob, your yeah. full race car, Datsun 240Z, like what are you going to do with regarding wiring? Are you also going to use... Oh, to I'm just going to get Steve to come in and be like, <laughs> hey, this is what we need to do. And I need you to build it like this so that yeah. I can do that. Mm. And why it'll would I do it to, any other way? Yeah. It'll come down to planning. We're going to yeah. find a spot for the electronics in the car. They're going to yeah. be there. And yeah. Um, There'll be a specific spot for the electronics for the engine part of it. There'll be yeah. a chassis wiring part of the setup. And oh, yeah, so and my car is going to be, you know, probably more akin to what Steve's typically working on. More of a, a little bit more race car ish, okay. right? Like all exposed. Everything's oh. going to be, you know, for I want I want you to actually see it. Yeah. Because that I, I, th I that think that is super yeah. cool. Mm. You know, nothing nothing is better than seeing all your lines paralleling, looking beautiful. Yeah, you know, I love that. Yeah, that's so that's beautiful. what I want, and that's how my I car is going to be. Totally it's different. That, it's different than like you know a factory car. You know, you still want to run it all nice and do all that because that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know. There, you can it won't get away be, it with a be. lot when you hide a bunch of wiring in your loom. Like yeah. if you're running like braided or split plastic loom, whatever you're going to put yeah. your, your cover your wiring up with, you can like rip apart any aftermarket engine harness and just have a look to see how they've got it bundled all together underneath the loom. Oh. Yeah. The loom hides all sorts of atrocities underneath. <laughs> underneath <laughs> the, like, you can, like, once you've covered in braided loom, you can't see what's going on underneath. Yeah. You don't know how it's how they've got the splices going. You don't know how where any of that stuff is. And so, like, like, I see a lot of that stuff just get, oh, we'll just wrap it in a bunch of tape and loom, and then no one will see how bad yeah. the yeah. is, right? Yeah. Like, that, Nobody's going to know. That's what I mean. Oh, my, oh, it's covered in loom. It's all good to go. Like, yeah. uh, it could still be garbage under the loom. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. taking brand new harnesses apart right out of the box. Oh, I do. Shoot. I do. What? I, 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 uh, I, interesting. Like, okay. I work a lot with, like, Holly ECUs for a lot of the drag car stuff and streetcar oh. stuff that I work on. And and while I believe the Holly makes a decent computer for, for most project cars mm -hmm. out there for the domestic stuff their wiring harness is is a piece of crap wow. at the end of the day it, it's it's absolutely garbage if you take the loom off of that thing you will see some of the worst like interesting yeah wow. like, so basically if i get one and somebody's bought a pre-made harness from them i'll basically open the box cut the plugs off rip all the loom off of it all the tape comb it all wow. out nicely and route it the way that i want it to be in the car because at the end of the day they have one engine harness that's like their universal harness that's supposed to fit all the engines. Yeah. So I mean. it's supposed to be on a big block, a small block Ford, mm -hmm. a Coyote, an LS. Yeah. And it's it, it, it doesn't fit anything nicely. Mm. So if you yeah. were to buy it for your LS, the injector harness doesn't fit the actual engine. You have to stretch the wires out to make them even connect. Oh. Yeah. It, it is like it's a it's an it's a basic harness that doesn't actually do anything mm. really well. And yeah, it, it's just like an all-purpose, like yeah. supposed that's to like do all, but it doesn't do it well yeah. <laughs> yeah that's one of the biggest aesthetic sort of features on any of our stuff that we do is like most people comment on 
what's not no they don't even know like they don't even understand the what they're looking at yeah. but 90 percent of why it looks so good is because of what's not there yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's no, like we take is, away yeah. more stuff no, than it, add stuff so like the sim- simplicity yeah. is so hard yeah. that should be on a shirt yeah. it should and then like <laughs> to do the wiring like the wiring is like you don't want to hide everything that he's doing but when it's nice and neat and tidy and it's it perfect and it's not obtrusive and yeah. it disappears yeah. that's what creates the aesthetic that yeah. makes people go holy sh-. like you don't even need a thousand horsepower motor you just have a nice clean, clean tight ls with the wiring's perfect mm-hmm. people like the last one that he did for us the chevelle like looked like a show car oh, under the hood so good. <laughs> but it's not because we added a bunch of expensive sh- it's just because the plumbing and the wiring was so tidy that it just it looks mint like it makes it so much better mm. whereas you do that and you put a bunch of rainbow spaghetti in there and it's just <laughs> it looks you terrible. know and we don't just do that kind of stuff just for the aesthetics of it like, like you do it because it yeah. makes sense it makes it better it's yeah. functional yeah. and and it's safe and it works like i don't know how many times i've got under a dash and found all the extra like He'll take oh. the time to pair all the wires, like unnecessary stuff for features that come and you don't use it. So you get rid of all that stuff. Yep. Whereas I've gone underneath a dash and found like eight wraps of wire, <laughs> like zip tied up in the corner. Yeah. And it's for like power windows or AC or all this That's wild And that comes down to the planning of the project. But like, just get rid of it, yeah. clean like, it out. Like, like if this car's never gonna have power windows or air conditioning or any of that stuff, pull it out. Like, yes, absolutely. Leave a couple hard, leave a couple wires in the harness for if you might add something in, in the, the future. future. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, like don't leave 10 extra circuits in the harness that don't need to be mm. there because all it's going to do is make a mess under the dash. Cause what are you going to do with it? Yeah. Just tie it up in a ball with a zap yeah. strap and leave it under there. And they always leave it open-ended. Open-ended. Oh. And then they leave, so, and they'll leave the fuse <laughs> in the yeah. 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 And they leave it, they leave it live. So you sure. got eight powered yeah. wires up yeah. underneath the dash and it's just. You reach up there to try to grab something that's arcing out yeah. of the dash. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that's like one of the most common things that I see. Yep. The, Crazy. The, the, the biggest problem I see with the big spaghetti balls under the dash <laughs> big are. spaghetti balls. <laughs> is, is, is how people plan. Like most people plan wiring differently than I, than I think the kind of better wiring guys do it. Where is. So basically what's your methodology my, for planning? I, you have to take the whole car into consideration. Okay. Front to back. So before, like, I'll sp- like, before I even put a wire in a car at all, I'll probably spend two days mapping out where everything's going to sit, mm-hmm. plan it all out. So I know that, like, when two I start days. from the fuse box, wow. I'm going to have all the wires that are going to go front or back of the car with that setup. Oh, okay. so, so, like, like I'm thinking of the car as a whole. So, I'm like, if I know in the front, I got fans and controllers and stuff up there, all that stuff, all those wires are going to start from where they need to and get out to that point, not... Where the, I see the biggest problem is the guy's going to go, okay, I'm going to wire the headlights today. Okay. I'm going to wire the fans today. I'm going to wire the fuel pump today. I'm going to wire this today. And then what you end up doing is you end up stacking wires on top of wires on top of wires. And then you end up filling up the whole dash with a bunch of stuff that didn't need to be mm. there. Because you've done it all in, in groups and clusters instead of just as a car as a whole. Yeah. And that's what I find the biggest mistake that guys make when they're wiring their cars. Mm. But again, it takes a lot of planning to do the other way. Yeah, um, but I think the planning is completely worth it because you end up with a way nicer install at the end of the day. Yeah, until yeah. for like the, in the planning stages, do you end up writing down? So, for example, if there's, for example, a car that has uh, a car that was built, maybe you wired it yeah. uh, for the shop, and then five years later there's a wiring issue or yeah. something. Do you have the records for all the builds that you do? No, um, some of them, yes. Some okay. of the more high-end race car stuff, I have a full build sheet for. Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, I wire all the cars the same. Oh, okay, um, okay. So 
and when it comes to the street rock kind of stuff, everyone pretty much uses a GM based fuse box. Yeah. And typically the color code's all the same. Yeah, the pink and yeah, pink is your ignition. Mm -hmm. Red is your hot. Um, like purple is your starter lead. Like, and that stuff doesn't change on any of those kind of aftermarket uh, uh, wiring kits. Oh, interesting. So you leave that stuff alone. Leave it the colors. That's that's the thing. Another huge pet peeve of mine is why change the color? Yeah. <laughs> You mean that? Out of water. This is black for everything. Sorry, like, <laughs> I've worked on or some wires like an aircraft. <laughs> And I'm fine with that. Like, even if you used all black wire and just labeled it nicely, I wouldn't even have a problem with that. What I hate is when you go on your dash and you start like, okay, I, I see the wire at the switch is red. And then at the back of the car, it's blue. But in between, it changed from yellow, green, and pink. Because, Maybe they run out because of wire. all you had was three foot chunks of wire to add together. And there's like, now, now you got eight butt yeah, splices the, all the way along. Yeah. The record in the shop, and I yeah. think Rob was here for it, within... I'd say a three foot span of wire. Okay. It changed color seven times. Oh, right? Three feet. And then I asked, I was like, what the hell is this? And he's like, oh, he said that's all that he had in stock. Right? Like, stock. what? Three <laughs> so feet. So like, uh, like half a foot <laughs> of each. Yeah, like literally just like, <laughs> we got, we're going to get there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so like, so that's the funny. most annoying part is that like, so you you start at the switch and go, hey, I got the red wire. And then so now you're looking for the red wire in the back of the car. And like, there's no red wire back here. Where's the wire <laughs> go? So I got to chase the whole thing through the car to try to figure out where it went wrong. Yeah. And then you yeah. didn't end up finding all these horrible splice connections all the way along. Yeah, like we I, talked. We talked about that before, like yeah. how you I try you to know go, your you know your colors. I know, and my you colors. do it the same yeah. all the time. And that I found that to be like super super cool. The mm. race cars is especially particular that way. Yeah, in the way that like if some guys down in Texas or Georgia down yeah. for a big race event, if he calls me up. His trans brake's not working. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. From the switch, it is dark blue. It runs from dark blue to the switch to the relay panel. It's dark blue from there out to the trans brake. Nice. It doesn't change color. Yeah. That's cool. That's it, awesome, it, dude. Because yeah. like. Like uh, these guys only have a certain amount of time in between rounds mm -hmm. to get the car fixed. I have to be able to walk them through quick yeah. enough that they can actually sort yeah. it out. So in like a lot of these guys' cars, I'll make them super basic generic relays. Like I know everyone wants to run fizz, like whizzy PDMs and things. Yeah. But in the day you're at the racetrack and a PDM fails, you're done for the weekend. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You throw it in the garbage and you spend another 2000 bucks on another one because you can't fix them. Right. But if you just wire it with generic relays for a lot of these sportsman guys, you can go to any parts store anywhere and buy another five pin relay. Yeah, so, for yeah, those so don't true. Know, what's a PDM? It's a power <clears throat> like, distribution module. Yeah, so it's like a solid state, solid state relays. So you all don't built need in. all the like exact individual relays. Yeah, that's exactly. cool. Yeah, yeah. I've which seen are, some of which those, are fantastic I mean, products, sick. but they take again. The client has to learn the software, has to learn yeah. to program it. That's it's a lot of stuff. Curve. And at the end of the day, a lot of these older drag race guys simply don't They're just wanna, not into they're it. They're not into learning it, but they you got flip phones and half a million dollar race <laughs> exactly. cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for them, I can walk them through changing a relay out, but I, I wouldn't be able to teach them the software. Yeah. They simply won't want to learn yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Such a such a different world. Very, very important, I think. Extremely. Like, yeah. like in that world, I mean, time is everything. Yeah. You know, in, in the hot rod world, of course, we're going to want to use a PDM yep. because it's super tidy. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, it just makes sense. Packaging products. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you used on your Evo? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we'd have the time, we'd have the time to learn the software sure. and <laughs> do all that. And, and if my car, if it goes bad, I'm not out no. a 20 grand race weekend. Oh, yeah. Like, you see, it's yeah. an entirely different time world. time and all yeah, this kind of stuff. Important. Like, it's fine for that. And I've had guys drive to Florida and then their car won't start. Oh, because no. of a wiring problem or something like that. And then yeah. oh. they had some fancy solid state disconnect that, that maybe it was a cheaper one. And now 
the car won't power up. Oh gosh! And so you drove all the way to Florida, and then now your car doesn't start. <laughs> like what's like? I, I can't think of anything worse. Oh like, no! Uh, <laughs> and the worst the thing is, yeah. is, there's nothing obvious. No, like you can't. Yeah. No, like, oh, yeah. there's relays. Yeah, bad. yeah. like yeah. you can't. There's not a burnt wire. Yeah. There's not like you know, no sign. Of, you're just yeah. like, oh, it's cooked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so unless you're at the next level where you yeah. got three spares in the exactly. truck, it's that's yeah. the next phase. But it, then it, in that respect, it's just like one plug and away you go. So then that's a whole nother game. Yeah. But that's you. Who's got ten thousand dollars worth of panels sitting around? Yeah. Like right. Yeah. yeah. So in some right. cases, depending on the on the driver or the owner of the car, yep. you do you recommend any for like PDM versus relay for any? It completely customer depends or? who the customer is. And okay. the customers that uh, I have some clients who I'd absolutely trust running a PDM um, because I know that they'll spend the time to actually do the research on how to do it. And these are typically the guys who would be tuning their own car. Mm. So the guys who are really comfortable with the EFI software or mm -hmm. the data acquisition software, these guys have art who already know how to look through that kind of data. Um, but a lot of the generic kind of racers just give them a normal five pin relay okay. <laughs> and, and a basic switch because that's what they, that's what they understand. Mm. Um, Take this one out of here, put it in here. Absolutely. Does it work? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now you know it's yeah. bad. Go right? get yeah, another one. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's, it really depends on the client and the type of car that are, that's being built. But, uh, and what resource do you like if someone wants to learn wiring, but they want to, because again, like some people might not have the budget to like Absolutely. hire someone. I get it. Like, so I, yeah. what resources do you recommend? Because even on YouTube, there's some sketchy stuff. Like the Google, oh, wiring. Like there's anybody can just make a video on how to wire my car and it's not good. Yeah. And seeing this harkens back to wh why you don't respect all bills. Because the YouTube universities not the not no. the the greatest <laughs> you guys want to add anything before we bring this to a close no i think yeah i want to say like if you're going to build something put some effort into learning a little uh, bit more about what you're good. doing like you know with regards to wiring and stuff like that if you're going to diy your wiring that's cool yeah mm -hmm. do your thing but like at least respect like the wire gauge sizing, yes. you know, Figure don't, the don't, the don't overwhelm run. the system. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the wiring. It's the same for plumbing. It's the same for fabrication, welding, like welding, all those things. Steel. Like, no, don't, you know, <laughs> you're not going to make a fucking control arm out of sheet metal. Nope. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. ridiculous. Like mm -hmm. just respect what you're trying to do because yep. it's really important, man. Yeah. It's, like it's build, build something with yeah. some quality. And if you have to try it over and over and over that's again fine. to get to better. do yeah. the final result, yeah. that's totally cool, man. That's, that's part of it. And that's, that's, that's what you're that's doing, good. Elvis. Yeah. And yeah. that's respectable, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. I was listening to Matt Ferris podcast. Um, what's it called? He was interviewing stance works. The guy with the uh, Ferrari Liberty walk. Yeah. Ferrari yeah. Yeah. Swap. That's a dope car. Yeah. And he was saying, for his control arms, he made 30 of them at yeah. least. Yeah. yeah. Because wow. they were not like as good as it could have been. Yeah. Or and, and he that's, just wanted to learn. And I, and that's what I feel is missing the most on in the online stuff is that you only ever see if people's finished product. Mm. Um, and I want to see more of of the progression of the product. Yeah. yeah. I want to see your, your version one, version two, version 10. Mm. I want to see all the different versions of it and see why you change it. Why didn't that first one work? Why, mm -hmm. what was wrong yeah. with that one? I would, yeah. I, I'm way more interested in that part of the build when it comes to that type of stuff mm -hmm. than the actual finished product. Start to finish. Yeah. yeah like, mm -hmm. cause like at the end of the day, like for me, as for me, especially like 
once I go to the track with the client and see the car run down the track, I'm kind of like, I'm emotionally done with that car yeah. <laughs> like, when yeah. it comes to it. And so like, I know my stuff's worked. I know it's doing what it's supposed to be doing, but I've enjoyed the process of actually going through and building the car. Like right. I, enjoy the, I enjoy the project way more than I enjoy yeah, the finished yeah. product. Yeah. And that pretty much yeah. is why we all, you know, are yeah. here at this table and do yeah. what we do, yeah. you know? It's, it's a big part of it. So I like, I like that too. I like to see the progress. Yeah. Why did you make that evolving? choice? You know, yeah. oh, this one turned out like crap. And yeah. it seems to be probably this is why. Let's yeah. try again. Yeah. And just keep doing that. If you're going to be a content creator, do that. That's you know what I, mean? I, you know? I want to see your mistakes. I want to see you. We all started from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, remember, I remember my first wiring project. Like I, like I bought a hot rod that was a hunk of crap. And I spent like... I was, I think I was 18 the first time I rewired a car from scratch. Wow. Like completely end to end. Oh my and, gosh. And I bought, I think at the time, a painless kit. Yeah. Hey, okay. And are painless kits good? They're. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they were like the standard, oh, like, yes no. off the shelf for a little they while. They were the first ones to jump it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, but I don't think the they've issue, had a huge amount of evolution since they have so there is better okay, stuff so available no yeah i i worked with a painless kit a couple weeks ago on a on a square body c10 and i will honestly say the product has come a long way is that right since I, yeah, and yeah. I, I probably haven't used one for six years and i'll honestly say it's more comparable to say an american auto wire where it's got see that's yeah. the more, stuff that we yeah sort of progress from painless to American auto wire. Yeah. And I've just stayed there because I have no reason to change yeah, yeah. it. There's no reason to change it because like when you buy a kit from American auto wire, um, there are things about their stuff that I don't like. Again, I'll cut every single plug off as it shows up and redo it how I want to yeah. do it. Um, but the painless stuff, it was always like half a harness. Like it was a fuse box with some wires hanging out of it. Yeah. And yeah. that's it. And that's it. Like, so there was no, like all you get was like the power from the fuse box to the switch. Yeah. But now where's from the switch to the actual motor mm. or whatever you're trying to turn on. That part didn't exist in those harnesses, Yeah. but they were cheap. They were 300 bucks, yeah. whatever they were back in the day. And, and yes, it was a good start of a harness, Yeah. but uh, it, it definitely wasn't an entire wiring kit. Yeah. And there's not really, like, even with the American Hardware one, there's, it's still not the entire thing. You're still going to add stuff. You're still like, yeah. there's no, there's no be all end all wiring kit for these project mm -hmm. cars. It, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, I would like there to be better product out there, but there's simply, it's such a big open market that it's almost impossible to make something mm -hmm. where like every car is going to have a bunch of different wiring needs that somebody making a kit's never going to be able to build. Yeah. yeah. Like, is it getting EFI? How many fans does it have? Right. Like, like, like there's only so many circuits you can put into that old school GM fuse box. Especially what we're doing now because there's so much retrofitting and stuff. Yes. Like yeah. these old cars are getting everything that a new car has. Yeah. So like, how do you plan for that? I just like, 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 like the car I'm doing right now has, uh, it has a blown LS three in it and every part of the sheet metal is customized. Yeah. So wow. nothing off the shelf is ever going to go into this. Thing. No, it's got a full custom gauge cluster. Um, so it's got heated and power seats. It's got power windows, it's got oh air conditioning. Gosh. Um, it's got two intercooler pumps, two intercooler fans, two radiator fans. Um, I'm trying to think, like I, I calculated it all up. It's got C6 Corvette door latches. So it's got oh, relays. Oh, the electronic all ones. Yeah. Nice. So, like, so I've counted, so I got 20 relays so far that this car needs to just function. <laughs> right? it, wow. is a, it is a giant yeah. wiring oh task. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, um, no kidding. And uh, so now it's, it's a Nova, which are not very big cars to start with. Where do I put it all? Yeah, I mean, packaging is a big part of it all. Right? Yeah, so like underneath the dash already has the um, the hydro boost set up. It has the big vintage air set up. Where's the wiring? Yeah, go? where are you going to put all that other right? stuff? So now, so the wiring, so the fuse box is in the trunk of this car. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm having little clusters of fuse boxes kind of spread throughout the car. Yeah. Because that's clusters of you know, and this yeah. and this this comes <laughs> back like when we were originally talking about how like project planning yeah. on the in the onset of your project yes. yeah. to to know where every single piece of componentry is in the car. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to build a harness with 20 plus circuits yeah. in a really small compact car, essentially? Yeah. yeah. You know, without so knowing we, all that information, otherwise it was a disaster. And, and little compartments to yeah. be able to put the stuff in, in places like, I don't want to put the computer in the trunk of the car for the LS. I want to have it as close to the engine as possible. I don't want to make a 20 foot engine harness. Because one, how am I going to run it through the, how am I going to run it through the inside of the car mm. and have it run away from the rest of the wiring so that the guy's got a big stereo in this car, which he's going to get. Yeah. I want to keep it away from all the stereo wiring. Like I don't want any of the RFI to come pot potentially go into this guy's. Yeah setup so it's, it's that's yeah that's some of that like you know respect what it takes to do that kind of stuff because what you're talking about there, like keeping them separate and stuff like that that's a whole nether podcast absolutely you yeah. could deep dive yeah. and go super yeah. nerd into that yeah. because i mean you know we pick your brain on occasion for this kind of stuff but you're like next level dude <laughs> so that's important shit to consider and then our next one is like our conversation this morning with these ev builds yep. is exactly that yeah. it's yeah. like emf interference and right like cam bus stuff and like yeah that's like now I feel like I'm like, in a spaceship. Like <laughs> mind blowing. Like who thinks about that? Yeah, like yeah. what? And I have to. Like I and like and, and it's part of my job that like right? I, I spend many evenings just researching Canberra's protocols, mm -hmm, how, mm -hmm. how to create oh these channels, gosh. how to. Like, I, I love nerding out on this stuff because it's enjoyable for me, and, yeah. and I know it's like stuff that like the client's never going to think about. Yeah, and, 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 and it really shouldn't have to. No, it, it kind of should have to. No, that 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 is why I'm hired to do this. Exactly, it's a it's a reason why I have a job. Right, you know? like it's, it's and I love it. I love that I get to work on weird stuff like this because it's fascinating to me. Yeah, and I love that I work with so many different shops yeah. that all do something a different bit differently. Things, because yeah. if I just did drag cars all the time, I get bored out of my mind. Like, right. Yes, it's fun to work on a half million dollar pro mod once in a while, but if I like, I, I had a, where I had a stretch where I did those for a solid year and I got bored of them. Yeah, I'm like okay, it's cool, and that's crazy to imagine that. Yeah, it yeah. is weird to imagine like you get bored of a five thousand horse square car, yeah. but you do what? Because like they're very basic when it comes to a lot of the stuff, and I'm like they're not complicated after. Yeah, that. I was like okay, I need to do something a bit more weird and different. Yeah, than, need to you need to like yeah. uh, you know let your brain let your brain do yeah. some work. Yeah, we got you covered. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> we got you. We got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. let's level up. Yeah. Right. Anything else? Oh, I think we're good. Sweet. Thank <sighs> you good guys chat. so much for watching this video. If you liked it, give it a thumbs up please. And uh, if you also liked it, give it a five-star rating on podcasts, <laughs> platforms. And with that said, we will catch you guys next week. Bye.